When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. This is Emily. And this is Remy. And today we're joined by a very exciting guest. You guys, it's the dream decoder, Teresa Chung. Hello. <laughs> I'm excited. Welcome, Teresa. Can you tell us about your background? How did you get into dream decoding? All that stuff. Well, all my life, really, I'm a dreaming being as everyone listening to this and watching this podcast is that, you know, dreams illustrate our shared humanity. Whoever you are, whatever your age, your belief, your background, you dream. And if you think you don't dream, you do. Mm -hmm. You're just not recalling them. And that's mm. something we can talk about as well. But as for me, um, I've always been a very vivid dreamer. I was born into a very unusual family of traveling psychics and spiritualists over here in the UK. Um, I was home educated and I somehow managed to get a place at King's College, Cambridge University, where I read theology, religion, English, mm -hmm. specializing in dreams. And since then, I have had the honor to have book after book, after book published in this area. I often joke that I'm not a serial killer. I'm a serial author in Mind, Body and Spirit. <laughs> but the book that seems to resonate most with people is the HarperCollins uh, Dream Dictionary A to Z that I wrote, which has yes. gone all over the world, um, was published in 2006, showing my age, and has been constantly reissued, is currently mm -hmm. reissued yet again this year by Barnes & Noble. I feel so blessed. And, oh, my um, God, amazing. My most recent title with HarperCollins again, as I'm still publishing with them, is Inner Psychic, which, of course, refers to your dreams as your inner therapist and far cheaper than a real one. But mm -hmm. basically, this is my life. I research and write about the invisible part of our lives, the dream world, our potential psychic abilities. Along the way, I used my academic credentials from Cambridge to reach out to scientists and neuroscientists and psychiatrists and psychologists studying sleep and dreams so I can incorporate their expert advice into my books because I'm determined to take a bit of the woo-woo out of this mm. area and show that no, there is a lot of solid research out there that we just don't hear about because it's obscured by jargon and in medical journals. And I tried to popularize that in my books. 
all the time I'm learning in my books as I go. If you follow me these last 25 years or so, I'm a work in progress. I'm constantly learning with each new book and I hope my readers learn along with me. But always I've been in love with dreams because for me, dreams are the door. They are the entry point to an understanding that you are more than your body. Because where do we go when we dream? So that was very long. Sorry to talk so much. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. You know, I actually had a copy of the Dream Dictionary in my childhood Mm -hmm. home. Um, oh my God, and I guess that, that might have been after you first published it. Yeah. And I used to read it a lot because I was very interested in dreams. I always wanted to lucid dream as well, which we'll yes. get into. Mm. Inception. <laughs> yes. Inception. Oh, great movie. Made everybody mm-hmm. want a lucid dream. Yes. But um, going back to something you said, how do you know that we always dream? Because I've yeah. heard a lot of people say, no, I never I don't dream. dream. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's that we just don't remember our dreams. But how do we know that for sure? We know that through brain scans. Mm. The the areas of the brain associated with dreaming, because, you know, when you're wired up to a brain scan, sleep and dream researchers can know when you're dreaming. So that area lights up. So we know from brain scans that we dream at least five or six times each night, but it's nothing to worry about if you have periods of no dream recall. It's perfectly normal and natural. But what it does suggest is that your material, the logical, the conscious, the rational part of you is kind of getting dominance. And why dream recall is so healthy, and many much research shows that regular dream recall is good for your holistic well-being, is because it shows that the intuitive and creative part of you the emotional is balancing the rational and the ego. And because that's a recipe for unhappiness. When if you get too you get too away with the fairies and too intuitive and creative, that's not good either. You need the grounding. Both parts of your brain need each other. And you're happiest and have most inner peace when they're balanced. But if you're going through a period of poor dream recall, first of all, we have to rule out medical reasons. If you're on medication, sometimes that can block it as well. Uh, But typically, it's because your external life is quite stressful, and you're very, very preoccupied in the material, grounded in reality, which is good. You do need to be practical. But without the ability to dream, daydream, be creative, that practicality isn't as fulfilling and rewarding. So I'm encouraging the whole world really to fall in love with their dreams because when they do, they can get that lovely balance between what they do in the real world and what they do from within, which is the source actually of all leaps of faith in humanity and all creativity and happiness. Because if you look through history, so many great innovations and that have pushed humanity forward, you know, from Einstein's theory of relativity right up to Google, co-founded by Larry Page, They came from a vision in a dream, that a dream that someone woke up with in the morning just led to brainstorming, that led to huge leaps of faith. And actually, anyone listening who's a writer or an artist or having a creative block at work, just write down the dream you had last night. And what will happen? The act of writing it down, this is a good self-help tool, will unblock any creative block you have because you're, you're, you're tuning right into that part of your brain that is so infinitely creative, and it is. But what we don't do is we don't believe it. We don't trust in it. We doubt ourselves. And and really, 
being a dream decoder really is about having ultimate self-belief. The two go together. Start believing and trusting that your imagination has something important to say to you. And imagination is more important than knowledge, to quote Einstein again. (laughs) Wow, there's a lot there. First of all, yeah, yeah. First of all, I did not know that Google was started that way. In his um, he, he had a dream. He was at Stanford, not knowing what to do with his life, very confused about, you know, not feeling very fulfilled. Um, but he was obsessed with computers. And he, in his bedroom, he had loads of old computers lying around. So that was the last thing he saw before he went to sleep. And often um, our brain is very impressionable then. And he had a dream that everything could be on one page. And he woke up in the middle of the night and wrote it all down and thought, this might work. The maths might work. He dropped out of Stanford <sighs> mm-hmm. two years later, co-founded Google. So something that has changed all our lives began with a vision in a dream. Just yeah. as much great art and poetry. The first science fiction uh, novel, we talked about Inception, you know, you know, all these science fiction and fantasy, was Frankenstein. Mary Shelley had a dream about a monster that was like electricity was was keeping it alive. She, that was wow. a dream. And Stephen wow. King was open and saying many of the plots of his great films that we love from Shawshank Redemption to Misery to all this uh, came from his dreams. Wow. That's, there's like that episode of Seinfeld too. Yes. Yeah. Where um, Jerry like has this dream where he like writes an amazing joke in his dream and then he like wakes up but like doesn't write it down and like the entire day is trying to remember this amazing joke yes I remember that episode I you know what's funny to me about that is that sometimes you remember the dream as being better than it actually was or (laughs) you think that a thought that you had in your dream was more brilliant than it actually was yeah yeah but these things are really so smart. Like I know Paul McCartney too had has had songs where people are Yesterday. like, "Where'd you come up with that melody?" Yes, and he's like, "It came to me in a dream." Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it did because he, he checked with all the, the Beatles and said, "Have we done Does this, this melody song exist?" Melody? Yeah, huh. it existed <laughs> in his, his infinite creativity it was it was all locked away in there and it came to him in a vision of dream. And many musicians actually are inspired by their dreams. Mm-hmm. They channel inspiration for it. And poets as well, artists, scientists, entrepreneurs, business people, listen to your dreams. They are your inner therapist, your inner guide, and far cheaper mm-hmm. than hiring real ones. You've got it. It's like yeah. coming built with this inbuilt inner therapist that's there for you. So cool. Um, but also I'm go to curious. therapy if you need. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we are not um, yeah. we are not calling dreams a replacement for therapy, but they can be a supplement. God yes. knows mine aren't. <laughs> um, you know, I say the crazier the dream, the more profound the meaning. Right. Ooh. So don't worry if your dreams are nonsensical. They're more that the more profound the meaning. When it comes to decoding dreams, because mm-hmm. that's really what we're talking about. How do you go about decoding them? Because I've heard all different kinds of things, whereas like this symbol means this 100% of the time, but then it could mean a different thing to to different people. So I've always been curious about that. Well, basically, I'd like you to take you back to your school days when you did literature and you at work, your teacher potent, probably put a poem on your desk and said, go through it line by line and find the symbolism, the metaphors, the association, the pathetic fallacy, the alliteration, the assonance. So mm-hmm. you went through a poem and found all these hidden meanings. 
right? And your dreaming mind speaks to you in the language of a poet. It's your night poet, your night artist, where symbols is the language it speaks in. So basically, it's not to be taken literally. It's the deeper meaning, the symbolic meaning. And as far as decoding what these symbols mean, yes, you can go for the archetypal and universal meaning. And my my dream dictionaries list that. For example, cross for most people is a universal symbol often of religion, a dog, of loyalty, that kind of thing. However, say you've had a bad experience with a dog. If a dog appears in your dream, it's a symbol of fear. So what you do is your personal association first. Ah. Brainstorm that, one or two key words. If nothing resonates and you don't have a personal association, then go for the common and the universal. That makes a lot of sense. The best dream decoder is you. And you've got to use the technique of free association. Just write down, I mean, there's so many symbols in your dreams Your dreaming mind has so much it wants to tell you. It's crowded with creativity. Just pick out three or four. And then during the day, brainstorm, free associate around those. What does that bring to mind? And that's where the meaning will lie. And if you don't understand the meaning, just go to sleep, dream again, and keep working on your dreams again. Because people make the mistake of interpreting a dream in isolation. Dreams Mm -hmm. work like a long-running Netflix series. They comment on on each other. Don't just tune in for the next night's installment. It will help you unpick the meaning of the night before. See your name, your dreams actually as some kind of like poetic voiceover or narration to your waking life. And that's why a dream journal is so important because going back several years, you will see a connecting thread. It's, It's a mistake to just get hung up on one particularly vivid dream. Mm. and put everything into that. No, you need to see it in in a long-running series, and that's when it gets exciting. Because also what's most exciting about that is you start to see how your dreams are potentially glimpsing your future as well. We've Mm. all had that, that we've had a dream, and then two days later, I've been here before, that's deja reve, dream remembered. And you begin to see, oh, my goodness, there's psychic powers on in me as well. I have some ability to sense my future before it happens. And when you have that experience, you have to have it directly personally. It is so exciting because you start actually thinking, I'm so darn interesting. And you can't wait to go to sleep at night because you want to know what else <laughs> is going to be. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want this to what be are the writers in my brain doing? <laughs> <laughs> my writers aren't on strike right now. <laughs> the WGA. No, I'm saying my dream, the Dream Guild of right, or, the, or the DGR, is on strike. the Dream Guild of Remy is not on strike. They are active. <laughs> like the way that you were saying that it's like a mini series or it's like a a, sh- a show yeah, yeah. series. Um, we've talked about my <laughs> my dream job, quote unquote, which is a job that I have in my dreams, which is an exhausting job. But it recently. I added something else to it and it was how I get to my job. Like I never knew how I got to my job and it turns out it's a roller coaster like thing. And there was, yes, it was, it's like a roller coaster that goes over the sea even, which is like extra scary. But at this point in my dream job, I like the first time I was on the roller coaster, it had been like I was there already like many times and it was take your sister and your boyfriend to work day. So my sister and my boyfriend were with me on my daily work thing and they were like, oh, this is a crazy way to get to work. And I was like, it is like it's going to be like a roller coaster. 
I know it's over water, but I've done, I do this every day. Don't be afraid. And I'm telling them the entire time it's safe. It's safe. Don't be afraid. There's going to be a big, big, big rise. Then we're going to have a drop. Then we're going to have a swervy section, but don't worry. Then we'll be at work and we'll get to rub elbows with all my fancy coworkers. Um, And until we go to the, the wavy part and the, thing starts careening off the side of the roller coaster like it starts detaching and I go to both of them okay I was wrong things are going to go wrong but it's okay everyone stick your hands like cross your chests and then lean with the thing and then jump into the water and push yourself away from the roller coaster and we're going to be okay and we were okay beautiful dream. that's that beautiful I mean there's so much to unpick there Mm-hmm. We could go through all the symbols. I'll just try and do a, 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 <laughs> a quick analysis. I mean, any motion in a dream is your direction you take in life. And clearly, mm. this is incredible highs and incredible lows. That's yeah. what a roller coaster <laughs> is. But you've got to have those lows to experience the highs. Both are essential, right? So, it, mm. and you're, you're feeling, oh, this is a wild way to live, but it's the only way to live because you can't have the highs without the low, appreciate the highs without the lows. But you then realize that this maybe is wearing you out a bit and you want some time out. And the way Mm -hmm. you have time out is to just go with the flow. Stop trying to control things and just go with the flow, which is what you do. And then the water, of course, that's your unconscious, that's emotions, (gasps) that's feeling that you're going over with. And what it's suggesting is that maybe you're skirting over the emotional depth, and it's time maybe to dip your toe in and dig a bit deeper beneath the Ooh. surface rather than staying above the surface. Teresa, you're or hurting maybe, me. Um, no. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm Please just kidding. Is like <laughs> it's, it's about don't stay so much on the surface. Don't be frightened yeah. to go to your Go deep. deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, dreams are messages from the deep. I'm going to quote June here. <laughs> they yeah. are, and it's encouraged you don't be too superficial, you yeah. know, for fear of offending people, which is, you know, in, in, in the role that you have, that's what it has to be sometimes. You you have to, to be make sure that you, you don't offend. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes you're going to have to have an opinion that is uniquely and authentically yours you're going to have to at some point in your life no more people pleasing jump in (laughs) Mm -hmm. no more people pleasing no that's 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 the journey of all our lives because we all want to be loved and appreciated by people you know I've just met you two for the first time and my natural instinct is I want you to like me you know so I'm (laughs) you know it's just who we are because we are interconnected And yeah. in ancient times, we that's how we survived. If you weren't liked by your tribe, you got clubbed to death. So basically, it's our instinct. Yeah. However, that now we live in a more highly evolved society when we don't need to cling on for a validation and approval for other people. And it's okay to be a bit more authentic. That's what I think this generation and moving forward needs to move t- to authenticity as never before. And stop wanting approval all mm-hmm. the time. Sorry, it's not very deep, very <laughs> very deep. And I'm impressed that you got all of that from a roller coaster above water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's so much more that we can delve into. But also your brother and sister there. I mean, you, everything in your dream is not is not it's not actually them. 
it's aspects of your own personality that they symbolically represent. Because dreaming is like stepping into a hall of mirrors. Most of the time there are exceptions, rare exceptions. Um, But most of the time you're dreaming about your inner landscape, your mindset. So when other people appear in your dream, it's what they symbolize, what aspects of your personality they symbolize that is coming with you on this roller coaster ride. It's not actually Mm -hmm. your brother and sister. So think of the first word that comes to mind for your brother and sister and what aspects of your own personality they are reflecting. Mm. You kind of need that, those aspects of your personality in your ride through life to help you. Because when you do sort of fall off the roller coaster, you need your brother and sister there with you. So those qualities that they represent within (laughs) you, within you are things that you need to integrate yourself. Yeah. No. And I think a lot of people might have been thinking, oh, well, like how is dreaming even related to a health and wellness podcast? But it's like we've already talked about the benefits of figuring out your creativity. But I think sleep in general, like Lo Bosworth recently said it on her episode that like her wellness routine is sleeping. (laughs) Well, the greatest meditation is sleep as well. That's the Dalai Lama, I think, said that. And and dreams are a sign of holistic well-being. It shows that your intuition, your creativity is firing on all cylinders. It's also the sign of healthy brain function and memory and concentration. And, you know, as I said, dreams, they have messages for you to mm. help you. It's your inner psychic, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, talking to you in the language of symbols. And, and please, if you're listening or watching, don't get freaked out if you have scary dreams or nightmares. Nightmares are transformative gifts mm. because what's happening there is that you, your dreaming mind is getting frustrated. So it's going to send you shocking images for one reason only. It knows that you're more likely to not dismiss it on waking. You're going to reflect on it because oh. that's all your dreams want. They want you to reflect on their meanings. And just because you have a dream about being in a car crash or somebody you love dying does not mean to say that's going to happen. I've talked about dreams being potentially precognitive, and they are. Yeah, I was going to ask that. What dreams showcase to you is potential futures that if you don't change your actions in the present, your thoughts and feelings and actions, if you don't change that, if you don't course correct, you're more likely to attract that future. And dreams of death and disaster, as I said, they're more about you're heading for somewhere in a direction right now, currently, that's not optimum for your well-being. Course correct. Reflect on your decisions. Reflect on the emotions you are choosing and the thoughts you are choosing, because we do choose our thoughts, emotions and actions. We are our choices. And change those. And then your dreams will shift. But if Mm -hmm. your dreaming mind feels, your intuition feels that the way you're behaving right now is going to attract, manifest a future that's not optimum for you, you are going to get more and more disturbing imagery coming in your dreams. Just as simply course correct, that's what it wants. Well, this makes me feel happy that it's like a, a good sign of creative mind. Oh, gosh, yes. Nightmares are a source of great creativity. Brilliant. (laughs) Good. You might write a wonderful horror movie or a video game. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime 
always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. There are dreams, whether they're nightmares or dreams, like that I will wake up exhausted most nights is or like most mornings after having a long night of dreaming. Is there a way to change that? Is there a way to quiet your dreams? Yeah, you can dreamscaping it's called where you can influence the content of your dreams but dreams are a bit like the ocean you can sail on them but you can't control them so what you can do before you go to sleep is set the intention that you're going to have calmer more tranquil dreams that aren't going to be quite so disturbing and exhausting for you to experience you can tell your dreaming mind that and it will listen people don't believe they can actually talk to your dreaming mind set the intention the night before you go to sleep. Be sure an hour before you go to sleep, you don't look at your phone or screens because that's often a source of exhausting dreams Mm -hmm. because the dreaming mind will pick up on the last things that you focus on. And if it's a disturbing movie or a a message from a colleague that demands a lot from you, you're going to take that feeling and that emotion with you to sleep. And dreams build on your emotions during the day. They kind of like showing you your emotions and your mindset. So be very conscious, particularly an hour before sleep, to really wind down. Listen to Mm -hmm. classical music or beautiful music. Just be calm, be tranquil. Read a good book. I tell people, read a really uplifting book or novel. 
a lovely novel. That's the best way to have a good night's sleep. It really and you is. Won't I dream thoroughly the book? recommend it. No, that's fine because I tell you what. Because it's a calm book. If you if you dream about a character in a novel you're reading, for example, you've got to think of all the characters in that novel. Why did it pick on that one? Mm. It picked on that one because it knows that that's going to have an important message for you. And it's the same during the day. Why during the day does it pick on a specific incident or a person or a conversation and reflect it back to you on your dreams? And it does that because there's a message there that's important for your personal growth. Now, during the day, our intuition, our intuition's alive when we're awake, but we repress it because we're too logical. But your intuition, which you could call your heart, your gut, is noticing things that are so important for your personal growth, your your spiritual growth. But you're not paying attention because you're too busy being rational, logical, and ego-based. However, when you fall asleep at night, your heart your creativity, your intuition, finally can talk to you and say, look, you didn't notice something that was really, really important. And I'm going to make you notice it in the only way I can, which is through this symbolic language. And if you don't pay attention, I'm going to use tough love and I'm going to send you vampires and and all sorts of apocalypse scenarios until you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my old recurrent dream was just weddings. Well, that's like being a guest at a wedding? Because that yeah, is my nightmare. Being a guest at a wedding and having nothing to wear <laughs> and everyone at the wedding hates me. Ugh, hated it. Well, wedding weddings actually are not about relationships. They're more about commitment. And maybe it's your issue with, with being staying committed long enough to something. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Wow, we are really grilling Remy right now, and I love it. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. No, you're here for it. I can tell. Well, I actually have a question because the one thing that I have to admit I'm a little reluctant to buy into is having premonitions in my dreams. I've just never particularly believed in that. And I'm curious because I am, I'm open to it. I just, I've never experience that. Have you had a dream that ended up happening in real life? And could you describe it for us? Of course. First of all, let's go back through the history of dream interpretation. Originally, okay. the first dream interpretation was all about predicting in the, fu- the future. Dreams were prophecies when you look in the Bible, ancient texts. Mm-hmm. And then as we went through time, the, the prevailing theory of dreams was they were psychological. You were dreaming about your own personality and um, reflecting they were cathartic healing but I'm telling you now there is a school of thought which I'm increasingly subscribing to that every dream you have has a precognitive element but this is a potential future as I was saying your dreams are showcasing to you emotions situations scenarios mindsets that you are heading towards if you continue in the way that you currently are in the present. And this is manifesting 101, really. Because if you actually have dreams about yourself being wildly successful, things happening, you are very close to actually attracting that in your real life because manifesting is all about your unconscious beliefs. What do Mm. you truly believe about yourself? Mm -hmm. Now, if you truly believe that you can nail that job interview because you have a dream about it, your unconscious is sold. Yeah, your unconscious, the deeper <laughs> level of you, already believes 
that success is within your grasp. And a surefire sign that you're close to manifesting what you want is actually dreaming that it happens. So pay Mm -hmm. attention to that. Mm. You start dreaming about what you really want, you are close to manifesting your dreams. You know, that actually does make sense to me that to hear you explain it like that, because it reminds me a little bit of The Secret. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. yeah. And when The Secret came out, I remember everyone was making fun of it. Like, oh, you just picture yourself in a Ferrari and you get a Ferrari. How ridiculous. But no, it, it really just is about your state of mind and believing that you can achieve these things because that's half the battle in a way. That mm-hmm. is half the battle. And if you dream that you achieve them, your unconscious believes it. Your intuition believes it. And that mm-hmm. is magic. Because when you have that belief that you can achieve what you want, and if you don't, but the, the, the important part of manifesting as well, most people forget about that is if you don't get what you want, you don't care because you don't need it for your self-worth. And that's the missing part of a lot of manifestation. It's not about winning the lottery, getting the relationship, getting all the money in the bank. That becomes icing on the cake because you start to realize that you don't need those things for your self-worth. Really, manifesting is about ultimate self-belief and self-love and knowing that whatever happens, it's either a lesson or a blessing, a lesson to help you learn some more and grow wiser or a blessing. But whether you get it, it doesn't it doesn't phase you. Like say you dream you want to, um, you know, win the lottery, but you don't. It doesn't matter because you believe you are worthy of the lottery. And that's right. It's what you deserve. Yeah. You have self-worth. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about precognitive dreaming too is like and like the the bad stuff or whatever like sometimes yeah. I've had really bad dreams of like in my last relationship I would dream about getting cheated on all the time and mm-hmm. I don't know if that ever actually happened however when I was dreaming it I would go okay at least I know that I could handle this if it happened because I've done it in my dreams it's so many day. times it's, it's a dress rehearsal yeah Dreams also try and help you for a future that you're scared of. Because again, another self-help technique is if you can imagine the worst that could possibly happen and you think, okay, I can live through that, that's the way, you know, then everything else is easier and your dreams will take you to the worst case scenario to say, look, we've been there, we've done that and you survived. You woke up the next morning, you're still here. I think it's so cool that like I know a lot of people have had car crash dreams, plane crash dreams or whatever, but not until I was like older have me and a bunch of my friends been talking about the fact that we're now seeing out the actual crash and surviving it. Like it used to be like you would wake up right before the crash. And I've had several people recently be like, oh, yeah, like I did a plane crash recently and I put on uh, somebody else's a mask thing or whatever yeah. and like like I survived I did the a roller coaster <laughs> I did a plane crash but <laughs> if everything collapses if you don't get what you want if everything messes up if everything's up in the air you're going to be okay mm-hmm. and that dream like, saying that one way to be okay is to make sure other people are okay it's, it's trying to tell you that look worst case scenario you're going to be fine dreams mm-hmm. are very cathartic that way and they can work out anxiety for you. So you don't have to do it in, in real life. But also, if you do have a, a dream of a, a crash, it's really interesting to notice, are you a passenger or are you the driver? And what your dreaming mind oh. wants you to always be is the driver of your own life. 
if you're in the passenger seat, why? Who is driving and why are they driving this vehicle? Remember, that's the direction in your life. Uh-huh. So what you kind of need to do with dreamscaping is, is more and more when you're on any kind of vehicle, a ship, a plane, a boat, uh, a, a car, whatever it is, motorbike, you're the driver. You're not the passenger. Your dreams want you to yeah. set the course. They want you to know that you set the course. Who is carrying you along? Who is pulling you towards this crash? Mm-hmm. Who or what? And that's what you've got to work out. Why aren't you driving? Always be the pilot and, and the driver of your own dreams. I've never been the pilot. I'm thinking about it now. I've ne- I'm have i always a passenger. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. And that's something, again, for your, you to, to reflect on, that your dreaming mind, who always wants you to be more evolved and wiser and more expansive than you are, your dreaming mind is always pulling you forward to be more evolved, to spiral mm-hmm. rather than circle, is saying, I'd like you to initiate, you to set the course, that's what it's saying with that. Wow. And you'll continue okay. to be a passenger until it feels that you are setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I like have chills right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you something because I personally had this happen in my dream. And Ooh, I, know I know what you're going to say. At least a handful of people who've had the exact same thing happen. And I've never really understood what it meant. What does it mean when all your teeth, your teeth start fall out. out in your dream? <laughs> yeah. Well, there are multiple meanings. And what you have to do when you brainstorm the meaning of a dream is to go through the potential meanings. You can use a dream dictionary or you can use your gut instinct. The dream dictionary actually will, will kickstart symbolic thinking and help you think in that way. So you go through the meanings and I'll give you the meanings the classic meanings for teeth falling out dreams. Well, the first time our teeth fall out is when we're babies you know, Mm. and we get our next set of teeth. So it's about change, moving from one life stage to another. And life is constant change, so it's nothing to worry about. So you could be going through a period of rapid change where you're you're kind of evolving, moving on, or it is concerned with appearance because losing your teeth is very attractive. uh, Teeth falling out dreams shot into the top five dreams as social media became much more dominant in people's lives because there is a dream chart. So we're all kind of like the movies, the stars of our own little world, and we're all concerned about how we look. So it could be concern about appearance. And certainly when you get to my age, I'm having teeth falling out dreams all the time because you're concerned about getting older and how you feel. <laughs> so it's about that. But another interpretation, which is very important, is communication. And of course, in your line of work, it's all about communication. Because in the animal world, teeth are very important. They express anger. So it if you're losing your teeth, it could be saying, was there something recently? Because dreams are very current. They're usually a few days comment on things that have just happened or are about to happen. Is there something you need to say, but you haven't? Or is there mm-hmm. something you regret that you said? It's about communication. So think about those. It's about change, communication, or appearance. And you've got to kind of brainstorm and ask your dreaming mind to tell you again the next night what if it is communication what was it that you said that you maybe felt that you could phrase better or that you should have spoken up when you didn't Mm. maybe you need to show your teeth yeah I've had my teeth fall out in every single way I've had them disintegrate I've had other people (laughs) pull my teeth out I've had them just fall out willy-nilly but again at this point in my recurrent teeth dreams 
I go to the orthodontist now. Okay, that's insane, Remy. Isn't that crazy? Brilliant, because you're finding the solution that you feel that with your communication, you're finding the solution, the way forward. That is really exciting. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. You're You're like really responsible in your dreams. I don't know. Like she does so much more than I do when awake. It's wild. Seriously, like I can't be bothered to be that that responsible in my dream time. Um, (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of that. Actually, that you get. I get upset about my bill too. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is so many teeth that (laughs) fell out. You like many- estimate exactly how much it's going to cost. Like, oh my God. Okay. 16 <laughs> teeth. Yeah. That's the first. That's the first. Well done. I'm, I'm so glad. Another question I have is um, if somebody does not dream at all, or mm. rather they don't remember their dreams, I understand you keep a dream journal, but yes. how do you start writing them down if you don't remember them at all? Easy. Well, first of all, play some video games because one way to ignite your dreaming mind is video gaming. And there's a lot of research that keen video gamers are very vivid dreamers. And actually, Xbox Hmm. uses the dreams of their gamers to inspire the next generation of games. It's called Xbox Dreams, which is incredible. It's because you're using that. You're practicing immersing yourself in an alternative reality, which Uh is dream state. So as long as you don't go to extremes, I don't want anyone to get addicted, but half an hour or so of video gaming, I recommend something like Skyrim, which is a dream, a fantasy. There's so many wonderful fantasy games out there. Reading as well, appreciating art, listening to music, walking in nature, all these things can trigger dream recall, as can eating more vitamin B. That's the dreaming vitamin. Research shows that if you're oh. deficient in vit- vitamin B, particularly vitamin B6, it's it's um it can limit your dream recall so you need uh, eat some bananas <laughs> okay <laughs> eat more bananas before you go to sleep um so those things like that you can do you can set the intention to dream at night but what you do with the dream journaling i i hear you if you wake up and there's nothing first of all there must be a childhood dream you can remember so write that down because then you're tapping into that part of your brain which mm. did dream we all dreamt very vividly as a child but also write down your emotions we all wake up feeling slightly different in the morning because your emotion that you wake up do you feel excited do you feel drained do you feel bored we have different ways that we wake up because that will have been inspired that feeling will have been the scenario for a dream right so just write down how you feel and then say to yourself okay I didn't recall now but I, maybe I will tomorrow. Keep it light. Keep it fun. You can't force your dreaming mind. It's a bit like a bird. You can't, or a butterfly. You know, you'll crush it if you try and force it. Mm-hmm. And also, if you have been ignoring your dreams for years, it doesn't trust you. It's like a friend, maybe, who constantly texts wow. you and you never reply. Oh, my right? God. If you haven't, if you haven't treasured or made your dreaming mind feel special, it's so Why would it want to come around? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to need to trust you again. So it needs to see you committed to doing things in the day that are going to ignite dreams. It needs you committed to daydreaming a bit. Mind wandering is very good that you just sit and daydream, you know, or listen to music, you know, all of that. And you start thinking, well, this isn't a waste of time. It's a very productive use of my time because I'm tuning into my creativity you start doing all these things to make your dreaming mind think well maybe i'll send her a dream to see i'll test the waters so give Mm. it time and it typically takes if you have poor dream recall a good couple about two to three weeks 
for your dreaming mind to trust you again. And then once you start getting those dreams, I'm telling you, where your attention goes in life, if you're thinking about dream recall, is where the reward is. Like anything, if you give it attention, it will return it. It will come back. It's natural, it's innate in all of us. And it wants to speak to us, but it's tired of you laughing at it, trivializing it, saying just a dream. It's Mm -hmm. had enough. It takes its its PO'd. (laughs) Your dream brain is PO'd. It's mad at you. Yeah, it takes itself seriously and it wants you to. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I have one question about sleep cycles. I'm not sure, you know, how familiar you are, but I'm curious, do you have to be in a REM cycle in order to dream? REM sleep, that's rapid eye movement sleep, is when brain scans show that we're most likely to dream. However, we do actually sleep, dream in the other sleep stages as well. But REM is the real, the money moment. That's where it happens. And that's why if you have a nap as well, because REM sleep is quite a light stage of sleep and it's where you go when you nap. So one way also to trigger dream recall is to have an afternoon nap for 15 to 20 minutes, because when you wake up, you're probably going to have a dream on your mind because you're going because your dreaming mind knows that REM sleep is really important for your well-being. But it knows because it's not nighttime that you're only going to sleep for a short time. You're napping. So it panics and it skips the other deeper stages of sleep and just takes you straight to REM, knowing that that's the REM is what you need, because actually what you need to feel energized after a nap is that REM time. You don't, you know, that's that's gonna, <laughs> that's what you need to boost your creativity. And that's why, as again, like in Google, they're napping suites because they know that if you have a 20-minute nap, you're going to wake up better able to concentrate, more creative because you've gone to that dream state very briefly. So, yeah, and you have a, several REM cycles um, at night, and but it's the one in the early morning that is the most significant I do actually urge people to pay most attention to the last REM cycle because Mm -hmm. we you know if you wake up in the night you'll have had dreams as well but the ones that you have in the last cycle they're at the top of your inbox for a reason because they're the ones that are really really the most important so focus on the last dream 
that you have rather than trying to unpick all the layers and layers. Because if you actually sit down and reflect in the morning, <laughs> you're going to have so many dream memories coming through once you get into this. Mm-hmm. Another tip I do want to say is that when you wake up in the morning, keep still for a minute. Any movement mm. will put you too much into conscious reality. Keep your eyes closed so you mirror the dream state. Don't just stay, trick your mind into thinking you're still asleep and dreaming. And that helps dream recall too. Cool. I am actually taking notes right now. This is so <laughs> helpful. <laughs> Keeping my eyes closed is something I've never been told mm-hmm. before. Well, if you do, because um, even every time you blink, the mind redirects. So when you open your eyes, um, your mind is redirecting. It's getting conscious. It's waking. And actually, every time we blink, our mind redirects. The mind is incredible. So if you can, when you wake up, don't open your eyes too quickly. Don't fidget. Don't move. Because physical movement as well, that's waking reality. And you want to stay in the dream world a bit longer. And just do that for a minute. How do you record your dreams? Do you have like a dream journal right next to your bed? Do you do like, yes. a, like I'll do a voice note sometimes because I don't write very voice quickly. Fine. There's plenty yeah. of apps as well that it make it very easy for you. I, but I love mm. the idea of writing it down because there's something sacred about writing and the brain kind of treats it like a contract when you write things down. It's much more the brain gets the message, this matters. Mm. Um, but always be sure to put the date down. And I would suggest everybody as well that you have a, Dream, ju- dream journal and on the other side you have your waking journal because you need to see the two complementing each other and then you will start to see how your waking life is influencing your dreams and your dreams are influencing your waking life and how oh yeah it's both you it's it's a good way to do it and that's yeah. also a way to see if something's been potentially precognitive or is suggesting something to you you can actually see the two together that your dream have a have a dream life journal life on one side dreams on the other yeah and see how interesting you are (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it sounds like a lot of work but it sounds like it might be worth it it only takes a couple of minutes and honestly 30 seconds even just write down grass bicycle squirrel or whatever you dreamt Uh, about so you write it like bullet points words teeth fell out again some people find (laughs) drawing their dream doing a quick sketch if you're good at art is, is a good way to do it as well. Just keywords. You can't, you, you'd write a novel. That's why novels have come yeah. out of dreams. Just mm-hmm. write down the keywords and the ones that come to the surface first. They're the most important. Just write down three or four keywords. Now, on the other side of that, is there ever a time when the dream means nothing? Sometimes mm. dreams are just meant to be enjoyed. They're bonkers. And they're just your, your, your dreamy mind is giving your brain a workout. But you could say if you go to a modern art gallery, for example, and you, know, you see all these pictures up and you think, what does this all mean? And there's some people, it's perspective, isn't it? will think, well, that's just splashes of paint on the wall. But mm-hmm. to the artist, it has deep meaning. So I would like to say also that no dream is trivial. There's always meaning behind it. And even mundane dreams where you're just like walking in a street and chewing gum or something Mm -hmm. like that, that also has a meaning. You can always unpick the deeper meaning. And when you start really getting into dream decoding, what you start to do also in your waking life is you start to treat your waking life like a dream. You start thinking, well, if I was dreaming this, what would be the meaning? Ah. And it's such a rich and exciting way to live. Totally. Because everything becomes much more multi-layered and less on the surface and, and much, much deeper. 
Yeah. Yeah, like if I was dreaming this, I mean, maybe I am. I have to slap myself, do a reality check. You know, that's, that's <laughs> Lou, you know, you do a reality check. What would I unpick for the meaning of it? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm speaking to these two beautiful ladies. You know, what's that? What's that? What is that trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah. You know, but you do that. that you you're do- in love with us. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I'm, say, I'm just trying to say, interpret your life like a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. that. In ancient times, if you look at cave drawings, ancient man used to speak in the language of symbol and metaphor. It mm-hmm. was we, we, it came to us naturally. Unfortunately, we've lost that ability to think beneath the surface. And what really is going on here? What is the true meaning? We all need to be a bit more psychic, more aware, yeah. more empathetic, more compassionate. And it also makes you you fall in love with your fellow human beings because you see them all as endless stories. Mm-hmm. That there's layers and layers to them as well to uncover. You never really know yourself and you never really know other people. And it's really thrilling because you like, everybody's yeah. a mystery, you know, and you can get little little moments of clarity. But then there's more and more and more. You can never fully know someone else or yourself. And I think that's very exciting because mm-hmm. that means you're capable of infinite possibilities. And when you approach life like that, it feels like every day is a miracle. Just mm-hmm. waking up every morning with dream record on your mind is a miracle. What yeah, is it's going like getting on to there? live Why two lives <laughs> or, yes. or like a million yeah, lives. Yeah. Yes, everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's dreams, isn't it? That yeah. movie. <laughs> dreams are the multiverse. Yes. And actually, I work with a lot of scientists who, who are advisors to these big movies. You know, um, you know the recent, well, it's not so recent, I think it was 2020, Disney movie Soul, which is all about mm-hmm. the afterlife. Yeah. The, the science team who advised the director for how to depict these scenes one of you know i i collaborate with them and have co-authored books with them you wouldn't believe it actually that a lot of movie directors they call on scientists researching consciousness and dreams to, to pick these scenes with great as much yeah. accuracy as they can from anecdotal reports and from the experts um and a lot of i say a lot of movie directors and and are so visionary Mm-hmm. Um, even Jane Campion, I, I'm, she has a dream interpreter on set. I remember for the, was it the, the dog film, The Power of, I can't remember what it was called. It was a recent Oscar film. Oh. I haven't heard of this. The Power of what... the Dog, was it? Anyway, she has hired, she hires a dream decoder on the set of her movies to help her actors really dive deep into the into Feel the role. their feelings. Oh. Yeah, feel their feelings, especially yeah. if it's a negative or toxic character they have to play. Because in the dream state, you actually do go to your shadow side. Because we all have that within us. We all have negative traits. We don't like to admit to them, but we do. And that's perfectly normal. There's day and there's night. And it's the same with us. We all mm-hmm. have negative potential. And, and real strength of character is choosing not to indulge that. But in the dream state, you can be a horrible person. You can lie. You can cheat. You can murder. You can express all of that negativity in a safe and controlled space. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you wake up in the morning and realize, well, yes, I know I've got that in me, 
but I'm going to choose not to indulge it. That's real strength of character. Real strength of character is not denying your shadow. It's understanding it, talking to it, but choosing not to indulge it. That is really being a strong person. Mm-hmm. You know, I really appreciate that because I don't think this is uncommon. I've had some dreams that I've been scared to tell people about because oh, sure. I'm like, I don't want them to know that I'm thinking these thoughts because oh, yeah. it's involuntary. <laughs> yeah, you murder people and you, right. you know, you're a horrible <laughs> cheater or a right. liar. I've cheated on my boyfriend a lot in my oh, dreams. Exactly. It's good. It's good. It's your shadow side <laughs> that you are meeting. And what you need to do is you need to un all your shadow side wants. It doesn't want to be ignored. It wants to say, look, I'm here, right? I also have something to tell you. Understand me. That's all it wants. Because often when you just don't run away from your shadow in fear that's why a lot of us have have dreams where we're being chased what we're being chased is by our fears and our shadow if you turn Mm. around face and understand them they often diminish that's all they want they want your attention but i said it's nothing to be ashamed about we all have those two wolves inside us one that is filled with hate and anger and jealousy and another that is empathetic and kind you know there's that famous story isn't it which wolf wins inside us that's well the one you choose to feed and choose is the key word. Yeah. And choose to feed the good one. But you've the got to wolf. acknowledge that the, the, the evil one is there. Just as you can't deny there's nighttime as well as day. And it's during nighttime that there's growth. Also, how you wake up from the dreams where you cheat on someone or where you do something bad. Like some people will wake up being like, oh, my God, I feel awful. I would never do that. I can't believe I did that. And then other people go, hmm, maybe I need to cheat on my partner. You know, like it's like. Yes. However, there can be an element when you do something in a dream that you wouldn't normally do. That's yeah. kind of empowering. It is. And it's I, I would never cheat in real life. I'm not, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody tell my boyfriend. But there is something like. Exactly what you said, Teresa. You're playing a character. You're yes, it's, it's another part of you that's that's not visible to other people. Mm-hmm. Cheating dreams are incredibly common and nothing to be ashamed about. Everybody has them because human beings are curious beings, and you're going to role play these scenarios safely in the world of the dream. Nothing to worry about. It's just your dreaming mind taking you there, so you don't have to in waking life. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now, if you start thinking about cheating during the day as well, that means that there is cause for concern. But, but that will be in, in your day state, journal too. <laughs> right. That'll be my daydream journal. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking about cheating all day and all, all night. the time. Well, then that's a red flag. <laughs> that's no. a red flag. <gasps> no, no, no. No, but you know, the good thing is they can't catch you if it's oh. in your dream. <laughs> but sometimes they do catch you in your dream. If they're also in your dream. Yeah, right. that's true. It's your relationship with the truth. Are you cheating yourself or something? So think also, actually, when you're cheating with someone in a wow. dream, you're actually cheating you, you know, on you're yourself making love to an aspect of yourself mm-hmm. that you need to get up close and personal with. That's why yeah. you, can dream of, you can dream of having sex with people that you never would contemplate in real life because oh, there's yeah. something. You know, there's something about, for example, if you're a very um, serious person in waking life and you dream of having sex with your boss who's got a great sense of humor, all your dreaming mind is saying, lighten up. 
It's not saying mm. go have sex with your boss that you don't like. It's just saying what aspect of your personality do you need to wake up for your fulfillment? So pay attention to who the dream partners is, yeah. right? Because it's something yeah. about them that if you awaken that quality within you, you will feel happier and more fulfilled. And if it's a stranger, that's very exciting because it's saying, look, there's so much more about you to discover yet. You are really scratching the surface here. <laughs> you mentioned like taking inventory of dream stuff during the day and yeah. uh, kind of like feeling out where you are in the dream, but also feeling out where you are in the day. And it kind of reminds me of like mindfulness and grounding yeah. yourself and yeah. um, what's that thing called? Meditation. Yeah. Is meditation during the day the thing that will help you lucid dream at night? Meditation is the key, actually, to unlocking all sorts of abilities within you. Research shows that, actually, that a regular course of meditation can unlock dream recall, as well as potential psychic abilities like telepathy and uh, sensing the future more accurately. It really is the consistent factor. And it doesn't have to be hours a day. It can just be a couple of minutes because when you meditate, what you're doing mm -hmm. is that you're observing your thoughts but not interacting with them. And that's mm -hmm. really helpful for dream recall because you are kind of observing in the dream state. So, yes, meditation is very, very helpful. Thank you for pointing that out. I forgot. Oh, for it's sure. very, very helpful for, for all aspects of your life, actually, because it, it's ultimate reflection. It's seeing the bigger, it's, it's rising above your body, your emotions and your thoughts. And that that part of you, your consciousness that may exist independent of your body and brain, you know, mm -hmm. that's controversial, but this is what is consciousness? What is that spark that keeps us alive? Yeah. You know, I mean, near-death experience research shows that potentially, you know, a part of us could separate from our bodies and our thoughts and our feelings and, and observe ourselves. And that's what you're doing, really. When you meditate, you are observing. What am I thinking? You're not interacting with it. You're just letting it flow through you. What mm -hmm. am I feeling? What has this got to teach me? That's what mm -hmm. meditation is. So, yeah, I would recommend, you know, and it's just, just a few minutes each day. And mm -hmm. if you struggle with meditation, because I'm a fidget, I find it hard to sort of sit cross-legged. Listen to music. Music mm. is the ultimate meditation, and I'll tell you why. When you're listening to music, the rational part of your brain is trying to make sense of the pattern and the notes. It's being logical. But the dreaming part, the intuitive part, is just dreaming. So what you've got is you've got both parts of your brains working in harmony, doing what they do best. It's fantastic meditation. So find some music that really makes gives you goosebumps mm. because your whole brain will be alive. If you can't meditate in the traditional way, listen to music. It is a form of meditation. Lose yourself in that peace because you, you're, yeah. you're stepping outside yourself into the, the flow of the music. You're letting the music observe you. Yeah, guys, you should listen to Radiohead in Rainbows. I'm only suggesting that because I couldn't meditate. I was trying to listen to like gong music. I was trying oh, to like. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I hate. I have tried I have <laughs> every chance. single meditation course you can imagine, and I, it has helped. There's some wise teacher out there, but it doesn't suit me. I mm -hmm. I love. I life. It was. I find it walking in nature, meditating, no, I'm walking in nature, listening to music. That does the trick for me. 
Or just 32 minutes where I set a timer and I'm just now going to observe how I'm sitting, what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling. And that, that's really helped me. Yeah, I was doing an app for a little bit where it was like, I think it was called like 10% better or something like that. And my favorite thing that it taught me was what you were saying about the senses. What am I seeing? What am I feeling? Like, whenever I need to regulate my nervous system, I'll be like, okay, it smells nice out. It's hot. Like I'm looking at a black table or whatever. But I'm thinking about how I do that. And I'm like, oh, if I did that in a dream, could I control the dream? Potentially, that's lucid dreaming, you know, which you, you right. mentioned earlier. Is, you know, but that, that does take a lot of practice, right? I don't think it is. I mean, I'm, I mean, there's a community of people that make lucid dreaming like seem such a difficult discipline thing to do, and it takes all the joy out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're having to wake up and do go back to sleep and all these acronyms they have for all the, it's just mm-hmm. such a strain. It's not. I think the best way to lucid dream is to simply fall in love with your dreams, get in the habit of keeping mm. a dream journal, and it will happen naturally. Because the more you fall, I mean, I yeah. lucid dream about once a month now, and I don't do any of these techniques. I simply pay attention to my dreams. And then the, the dreams will move you on to the next stage. It is the holy grail of dreaming, because in the dream state, when you lucid dream, you can actually influence it. You can say, I want to mm-hmm. meet this celebrity. Yeah. I want to go to the moon. You can start talking to yourself but it just happens naturally the best way for a lucid dream is natural and that's why children are natural lucid dreamers they often experience it because they're not trying (laughs) they love their dreams love their dreams you know that's actually the tough part because um i have lucid dreamt before Um, i didn't know that however very shortly after i realized that it's a dream I will wake up. It's extremely hard to stay asleep when you know it's a dream. It's so exciting, isn't it? I mean, I've done that many times. I'm annoyed because I I get so excited. Oh, I know Mm -hmm. I'm dreaming and I'm dreaming. And I, 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 the shock of that, it's actually trying to stay calm and just say, stay calm. Which I guess the meditation would help for too. Stay calm. And that's why I say immersing yourself in alternative reality. Yeah, you're like, I'm dreaming, find something red. Inception when all the buildings collapse. That's a dream collapse. Mm-hmm. That's a lucid dream mm-hmm. collapsing. The dream collapses. But as I say, if if you get used to immersing yourself in alternative realities more with with novels and movies and video games and art and music, that it becomes more of a natural state. So when it happens in the dream state, it's not so random or different. You've 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 got kind yeah. of a lot of practice in your waking world to draw yeah right there's so much practice to be done with the already existing dreams that we have like I feel like a lot of us are trying to like jump ahead to lucid dreaming but it's like we have all this great content that we just need to appreciate I think you don't need to lucid dream to get the magic out of your dreams at all um there's so much as you say uh Remy in 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 simple dream decoding just simply rejoicing. I mean, I actually get very disappointed when I wake up and I can't remember anything. I feel such a fraud. I know, well. it's such a waste. <laughs> Nothing. Um, <laughs> so I've got to stay calm. And it happens. But I, I, every time, and however nonsense or ridiculous the dream is, I'm just so grateful for it. Because I know I'm. my yeah. intuition is, is working away on my behalf. My intuition's got my back. It's trying to tell me something. You know, I need to listen. Oh, I love that. You know, we did get some listener submitted dreams right. that we oh, wanted to yes. run by you. Yeah. These are actually recurring dreams that okay. some of our listeners have had. And um, 
I'll start it off, and I've had this before, and it's so annoying because it's too realistic, <laughs> um, which is running late to high school and not remembering my schedule. I can't open my locker. Um, there's I'm not a final for a that test, day. That kind I've of never thing. been to class. Well, yeah. There's not one highly successful person in the world that hasn't had that dream. They tend to happen actually to people who are uber successful and organized, right? Mm. And it's it's basically the dreaming mind taking you to a state that you would never allow yourself to go to in waking mm. life because it knows actually that making mistakes is important for your personal growth. It's important to mess <gasps> up. If you don't fail, you're not going to learn, but you're not allowing yourself to mess up in your waking life. So your dreaming mind is going to take you there to give oh, you that lesson. Unbelievable. That it's okay to fail as long as you learn from it. It does suggest that you feel very unprepared in your waking life, but the fact that you're dreaming about it suggests that you're never going to be that unprepared in your waking life. But I'm if you obsessed. don't have unprepared dreams, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. most successful people. It's kind of like imposter syndrome, which again mm -hmm. is 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 again a feature of many highly successful people. They are perfectionists and they won't allow themselves to go there in waking life. But your dreams, all about your holistic well-being, knows that you need to go there sometimes. You need to be humiliated. You need to be unprepared sometimes to learn mm. from it. If you're always okay. successful, always in your comfort zone, you don't learn and grow. And the purpose of our lives is to learn and grow endlessly. Cool. Okay, this one, I don't know if anybody needs to be prepared for it, but what does it mean when you're naked in public? You're feeling very vulnerable and exposed, right? Mm. So pay attention to how you feel. If you're absolutely fine and you're just walking around naked, that's actually great. You're, you're, you're fine. But if you feel very embarrassed yeah. and are covering yourself up, what are you feeling vulnerable about? You're feeling, and what, what do you, or alternatively, you need to be more honest and open. It's all about honesty, showing others who you really are. Are you ready for that? Or are you putting on a mask? So again, the personal interpretation of the dreamer has to come into that. It's about, should I expose who I really am, the, tell the truth of who I am? So pay attention to how you feel about yeah. being naked in the dream. Because that's a clue. Are you hiding something? Mm -hmm. Do you need to be more open and honest? What if you feel great being naked in the dream? That then that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and you, you just think, this is me. This is me. Then it's time to go to <laughs> a nude beach kind of dream or a I sex have. party. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is me. That song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What about... What about investigating and or fighting crime? Oh, crime. Well, is there <laughs> something in your life that you feel is a bit dodgy or underhand or mm -hmm. something that you don't feel quite comfortable about the ethics of? So is that a mindset an, or an approach that you have? Or is it something going on in your waking life that you feel uncomfortable with? There's something that you feel isn't quite ethically, morally right. So you need to ask your dreaming mind to send you more dreams to uncover what that is mm -hmm. and what you should do about it. You know, is it a white lie that's okay or is it deeper? 
I'm unpacking a childhood fighting crime dream right now and my mind is blown. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're making some connections? I'm making oh, some good. connections. Yeah. Something I know what the injustice was. Not, yeah. It's not right. Something needs needs investigation mm-hmm. and correction. Oh my god. Okay, what about the dreams? This is a very common listener submitted one. Dreams about the apocalypse. That is basically you feel that everything in your life is shifting and changing. It's an opportunity also for a brilliant new beginning. They usually have apocalypse dreams at the leaving university or starting mm-hmm. a new relationship. Um, it's just that you've left the old behind because an apocalypse is the end of the world, quite literally, to think about that. So if you have that dream, first of all, there's something you need to let go of completely, be it toxic relationships or toxic situations or toxic mindsets. Only you know what that is. Let it go. Because when you do, you have an opportunity to start again a whole new world. Like a phoenix and from the ashes. And if there are zombies in the dream, kill them. <laughs> well, that's the undead, isn't it? There's, there's, some, <laughs> no, there's something in your dream that's too automatic and lifeless that has become too routine. Ooh. There's no wow. spark anymore. Be careful with zombie dreams because it suggests that something in your life has no energy and no vitality <gasps> anymore. It's quite or you've been watching The Last of Us. <laughs> yes, but I watched The Last of Us. I mean, many people watch Last of Us. Not everybody would have dreamt of zombies. I've never As dreamt say, of zombies. Mind is clever. It yeah. will pick the symbol that the dreamer needs to dream. Mm-hmm. Be careful with zombie dreams needs to be the name of the episode. I'm obsessed yeah. with that. <laughs> that little warning. Same. Okay, this is the last one, and I can only predict how deep this is going to be. Being in the middle of the ocean during a storm. Mm. Oh, that's basically emotions. Water is a very common theme in dreams because it's Mm -hmm. a symbol of emotions. So there is a storm raging around you. Everything in your life is feeling intense and difficult. And you feel right like you're the focal point of everybody's expectations. But what Dreaming Mind wants you to know that the expectations of others really don't matter at all. You've got to live up to your own expectations and what you want here, right? Lose Mm -hmm. your addiction to um, the expectations of others, right? Use your addiction to chasing success and focus on satisfaction, which is impressing yourself and finding inner peace and calm in the storm. If you can do that, this dream can really move you on to a next really exciting phase in your life. It's about finding satisfaction rather than chasing success. Fascinating. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So then this is a listener submitted question and I kind of asked it already. And they said, is there a way that I can stop dreaming so much? It's exhausting. At this point in my conversation, <laughs> in our conversation, I feel like we've acknowledged that you don't want to stop no, dreaming. I, I want I want to have that. Our dreams are magic. If you can change your attitude towards dreams, it seems like you've got the, 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 the your, your listener has a kind of a love-hate relationship with their dreams, right? Mm-hmm. It's about perspective and mindset. If I hope this episode has just helped people see their dreams in a totally new way. If you can actually change your perspective on your dreams, they will modify 
to please you. They will. They will. They'll be gentler and calmer. So just start thinking, dreams don't lie. They're my best friend. They really are. If you think, okay. if you make friends with your dreams, mm-hmm. stop battling with them. Stop thinking mm-hmm. they're the enemy trying to disrupt your sleep. They're not. They're just trying to help you. That's all they're trying to do. So don't, you know, let them help you. We all need help. <laughs> right. And if you're being exhausted by your dreams or stressed out by your dreams, you might just be living a stressful, exhausting life. Well, you if also I have highly creative and that, that your dreaming mind is so much in store for you. Do see your doctor, of course, if you're worried and it's disturbing your sleep, because sleep is essential for your well-being. That really is important. That if you are having a very disturbed sleep, please seek medical advice because that's outside the remit of dream work. For sure. But yeah, um, but no, you, as I say, your dreams love you. They want appreciate them to, more to instead of fighting with them. Yeah. Yeah. Call them every once in a while. Yeah. And stop trying <laughs> to God. change them. Stop trying to lucid stop dream. Just let them be them themselves. What to be. Yeah. <laughs> answer the text. You know, You're being a horrible friend. Call. Yeah. <laughs> answer their call, please. They are, you know, they're they're your intuition calling your name. And wanting to share so much of value for you. Amazing. Uh, and one, just one final question. Yeah. Why do some people have recurring dreams? Again, it's a bit like a nightmare. It's tough love. You're not getting the message. If you're having recurring dreams, you haven't understood the meaning of the symbolism of those dreams. You will stop having that recurring dream when you have a moment of illumination you think, I get what this dream's trying to tell me, then your dreams will modify and change. And a final thing I mm. want to say is you will know when a dream is right because you get that that eureka moment. You will also yeah. know when a dream interpretation is right because it energizes you and it uplifts you. If your dream interpretation drains you or makes you doubt yourself, it is the incorrect interpretation. Your dreaming mind only wants what is going to uplift you i cannot stress that enough keep going with your dream interpretation until you find the interpretation that helps you move forward Mm -hmm. with joy and this is just a question i have because you mentioned apps do you have any of your favorites that you use for recording or decoding i i I really don't actually there's so many out there just 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 go and search online and you will find and read the customer reviews that's what i do i've gone through phases with many of them and I know quite a lot of people involved in them. So I don't want to, I, I have to then yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of write the, the Oscars. I'd like to thank, I can't do that. All of you. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. very boring. <laughs> yeah. Just go, what I would suggest is customer feedback. Listen, Google came from a dream. Use Google to figure out your yeah. dreams. Not, make sure they're not fake reviews. You can usually tell, but just scroll back and just, just see what, you know, look at the, look at what people are saying about this app. Um, mm-hmm. And then just experiment with it. Usually they're free apps anyway. So, you you know, you've got everything to gain and nothing to lose by giving it a go. Yeah. Or just a journal, like you a said. A journal, yeah, because screen time, actually, because screen time robs you of quality sleep. Because if you're having the light from your screen, it actually disrupts your sleep hormones. So, you know, that's yes. why avoid a phone the first last hour before bed and the first half an hour in the morning. Also avoid the phone first thing, because if the first thing you do when you wake up is check your phone, think about the message you're sending yourself. You're sending your, the message you're sending is everything else matters more than my personal development. Ugh. Just that first half an hour or even 15 oh my minutes. God. Make it about your dream recall and all about you. That will change your life. 
you put yourself center stage mm-hmm. first thing because that sets the tone for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Don't check yeah. your phone first thing, right? Because that means that your news feed, the demands of others all matter more. That's the message you're sending to the universe. Then your internal your monologue. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. And social media. Like we, we all know that social media can be not great for our brains. And I don't think it's the first thing. Very maybe. passive. It's very passive when you're consuming. I mean, I, I think it's great as well. It connects us and it has its value, but it's very passive. And the more active you are, proactive in the day with your brain and your thinking, the richer your dreams will be as well. Because if you're passively consuming all the time other people's opinions, you're not using your infinite creativity uh-huh. and your dreams will be a bit lame. <laughs> You have your own feed in your brain. You don't need the one on your phone. Yes, yes. That's a much more interesting dream feed, yeah. And it's totally specified to you. (laughs) It's the best algorithm in the entire world. It is. It is. It's wonderful. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. I can't wait to go to sleep, and I hope everyone listening or watching can't wait to go to sleep either. I'm so excited for us to have better dreams and sleeps after this and our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for all you do, helping people evolve into higher versions of themselves. That's what your podcast does. So thank you. Oh, oh, thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> um, Teresa, where can people find you and follow you? Oh, I'm fairly easy to find online. My website is www.theresachung.com. I'm on Instagram at the Teresa Chung. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. Fabulous. You guys, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered and follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you liked this episode, please write us a review and don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe, and of course, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow Teresa. And remember, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.